Hello, scary dolls. Hello. What's up? I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Garo. And this is Scary Not Scary Podcast. Ooh, second Yay. episode of the year. Oh, oh I'm like, what? Excuse me? Like, We're on the second episode? <laughs> this is episode Barely? two? What? That's it. It's been like We forever. started over, guys. We deleted all our other episodes. Ooh. Episode one through three don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Those are rough, man. Those I saw not. Hello, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Audio. Our issues oh, that we man. always have. So I got to tell y'all a creepy thing that happened yesterday. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting mm. for this. What? What happened? What's wrong? I know it's going to be very creepy because yours are always really creepy. I'm sorry. Okay. Suck it up, girl. Suck Come it on. up, buttercup. <laughs> Okay, go. Cool. <laughs> okay, so my friend Sammy and Steven came over because their daughter Amaryllis wanted to play with Sabrina, but she was asleep the whole time. She woke up at the end. But anyways, <laughs> um, so she was playing with Sabrina's toys because she got like a a lot of toys for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So our entire house looks like we have a daycare <laughs> and they're everywhere in the living room. Um, so my cousin Nick and Samantha, they bought this um it's like a a wound up or wind up uh, unicorn for her. When you wind it up, it plays like the like the music, the what's oh. it, like the jury box music. Yeah. It plays that. And just recently, Tim was like, "Oh my god, the head moves!" And I was like, "What?" And he looked, and like the head's like kind of moving like that. Ooh. Like it moves with the music as it's winding. And so she was playing with it, and she goes, "What's this?" I was like, "Oh, it's Sabrina." As it was underneath the Christmas tree. And then we were talking about it or whatever. And then um. Steven was like, man, that would be creepy if like if that goes off at night. And I was like, oh, that would be creepy. That's why it stays in the living room. <laughs> and like we're all laughing or whatever. And then like right before that or right after that, um, Sabrina, she was in our bedroom sleeping and I had the door like halfway closed. So almost right after he said that the door shut <laughs> in the bedroom. And like we all kind of like looked at each other, and Sammy was like Bob, <laughs> Bob, because uh, you know Bob. Yeah. And I was like, no, I think it was. Pro- I think honestly, I think it was the AC because the AC just kicked on. You know how oh, sometimes yeah. it can shut the doors if they're open halfway. So I got up, checked on the baby. She was fine. Our night went on, and then um, right after they left, I told them. Well, before they left, I told them, hey, make sure y'all text me and y'all get home. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, well, you know, we'll text you. I was like, okay, I'll be safe. Bye. They left. And then I was in the living room watching TV, and I was kind of, like, researching. And then right before Sammy texted me, the uh, unicorn was on top of the table, and I heard, ding, 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 ding. And I looked, and I thought it was Tim, but Tim was in the shower. Yeah, and I looked, and then I got a text message from Sammy, and she was like, hey, we made it home safe. And I was like, literally, right before you text me, the unicorn went off. So I think it was Bob letting me know that yeah. they were home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're home. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's all, let me text you a bit in my way. <laughs> because I didn't feel, like, scared, scared or anything. I was just like, oh, shit. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. That would be Because weird. It was, I thought it was kind of funny that Steven said that. And then, like, it happened li- literally seconds before she texted me. Oh, I would have thrown a unicorn out. <laughs> no. Why? I would have. Oh, yeah, you would? I would. Oh, I thought you said I wouldn't throw the unicorn out. I was like, no. I would. I would chuck it. Well, that means I would have to throw all of her toys out. They all mysteriously turn on? (laughs) No, but I mean, (laughs) they're the type of toys where you like, you push the button and they start talking and stuff. Like her godparents bought her a little dog that we programmed it to say her name. And it's a, hi, Sabrina. Oh hell no, that's creepy. Whenever you program those dolls, those are those are like the ones that are defective, like that one Elmo doll that started saying, Kill James. 
killed James because you could like <laughs> oh, record yeah. about that. Yeah, you could record. Oh um, you had to like plug it in and then you type in the name. So it's like Elmo best friend or something. Oh my god! And so like Elmo knows your name and he like talks to you but this one was defective and it was like kill james <laughs> i'm like, oh, damn, like all over facebook and you're stuff, from the hood right? oh, yeah, yeah. On facebook. that's well, creepy i mean this is a cute little dog so oh, i mean i mean the cute. moment it starts doing that i'm gonna wrap it up in a purple cloth and throw it out but it hasn't got, done it you yet got purple cloth? and then tim was like i you know i thought about scaring you and like programming it to say your name and i was like you better not because I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it out i'll waste Why no would time I tell you that would have been the perfect <laughs> joke You'd be like, are you talking to me? It's all, it's all, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all see the Snapchat I sent y'all yesterday of Tim editing? Yes. Yes. He sounded scary. I was like, what the hell is he doing? How did he do that? I didn't even post it. loud, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, you're scary. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. You know what I just remembered? What? When I was younger. I don't know how my mom used to like, she still loves to shop at yard sales. She got this doll and this little doll was in, um, what do you call those things you put the babies in? So they start walking. Oh, the walker thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) a walker. A walker. (laughs) Well, it had a little walker and my uncle would get home like at two, three in the morning from work. And he said that one time the little doll was walking like outside (laughs) in the walker. Outside the house? Yes. I'm what? like, how'd this bitch get out there? I didn't tell her to go outside. But no, he was like, yeah, it scared me because it was just walking outside. It was just in the little walker. He said he just saw the little doll like what moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I need some fresh air. <laughs> the doll was like, damn, I need a walk. I would have kicked it. <laughs> I think that's what he did. No, I Punted think he took the batteries shit. out. He's like, fuck that. He took the batteries out. <laughs> oh my God. That that made me laugh. My mom said that I had a doll. Somebody got me like one of those four foot dolls, like tall ones where you can hold their hands and walk. She said that somebody got me one. I don't know if it was for my birthday or Christmas. Um, And she was so scared of it. She put it in the garage, like in the shed outside in the backyard. She didn't want it in the house. Damn, what? I was like, mom, you you didn't want that in the house, but you made me keep the doll that talked by itself. (laughs) Feed me. She's like, I hate that doll. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Toys are haunted, guys. They are. (laughs) I love toys. Yes. (laughs) Me too, but... All kinds of toys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not. I had a lot of coffee. It's really hard, you know, to change somebody like Otto. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be good. At least one episode, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be proper. No, be- I, no. And it doesn't no. work. It doesn't work because my brain says shit and then my mouth just, it just spills out. I don't mean to be dirty, It's like word, bird vomit. Yeah. Gottle yeah. vomit. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's like <laughs> diarrhea from the mouth. It just like comes out. Now I'm thinking about diarrhea in the mouth. That's gross. Why would y'all say that? You? (laughs) Me? Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm stopped. I'm going to try to be good, you guys. I promise. It's not going to work, but you know. So this week, our topic was chosen by our Patreon donor, our ghost and hoe, our one and only B. Me. She wants us to discuss dreams and premonitions. Dun, dun, dun. So that's what this week's topic is about. Yeah. Dreams. And then I, she even sent us a story, so we might hopefully read that. Yeah. Or at least touch on have it. Enough Most time. definitely we'll Most read definitely. it because it's very... It's pretty good. It's really good. Not going to lie, it scared me a little bit. I 
not scared me, but kind of like, oh, well, oh, then you geez. can read it. Huh. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley, for volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> we volunteered you. Volunteered <laughs> you. I had a lot of fun with this um, topic. Only because I have a lot of personal experience. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I kind of struggled a little with this one. I did too, yeah. but I got more of like history, like psychological parts of it. Because that obviously I makes think, sense. more stories. I think I, I was just like that. thinking too hard into it. And in like what I what my format re- originally had was like a research paper. And I was like, this is so boring. I'm not going <laughs> to say this. So like I literally <laughs> like this morning I was like, okay, I need to just like start over from scratch. And then, yeah, I went from there. So yeah, like, Ashley's going first. I am. Um, so I'm just gonna go right into it. So there's history of dreaming. I found some stuff. Um, so going back to five thousand years ago, in I'm gonna totally mess this up. Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Um, sure. <laughs> is actually the earliest recorded dreams. They were documented on those um, clay tablets. Um, and then in the Roman and Greek periods, people believe that dreams were messages sent directly from one or more deities, but from like the dead. And um, they were basically seen as like predictors of the future. And then other cultures would actually practice dream incubation. So they would actually like if people said like, oh, I had like a dream of, you know, this, this or that. To me, it kind of sounded like they would try to like harvest their dreams, um, but only the ones like that said anything about like prophecies, mm-hmm. you know, things like oh, that. Okay, yeah. Um, so, going off of that, a lot of people in today's terms, um, they connect dreams with like the unconscious mind. So, our dreams vary in nature. They can be from like something exciting to melancholic to magical, frightening. And a lot of times even sexual stuff. Um, but they can even range from like something totally mundane and normal to something completely like bizarre and surreal where you're just like, what the hell? Like that's not even possible in real life. Um, the only ones that the exception is lucid dreaming. That's something completely different. But with the exception of that, our dreams, we really can't control them. Like yeah. they're completely out of our control. Um, but sometimes they can even like implant a creative thought or idea into that person and that's what kind of like sparks like inspiration. So like when people wake up, they're like, oh, hey, I'm going to write a book today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. But a lot of people generally agree with the Freudian theory of dreaming. So if y'all don't know what that is, it's basically that Freud, the the psychiatrist, psychologist guy, he's like the father pretty much of psychology. Um He basically states that our dreams reveal our hidden emotions and desires that they were often expressed or related to like repressed childhood obsessions or memories. And he also said that a lot of people don't agree with him because his stuff is more so of like sexual tension, like every dream that we have is like some sort of like central uh, sexual tension. I agree. (laughs) It's like being like released, you know, and that's his whole, what his whole thing is about, like his whole theory. So a lot of people don't agree with him, but they agree with him on the part of like that. It's our unconscious mind, like coming to life. Um, So he developed a psychological technique that interpreted dreams. And that's where we get a lot of like those books on dreams, like what Mm -hmm. it means to dream about a snake or, you know, this Mm -hmm. and that. That's kind of like where it comes from. 
and basically um, helps us understand the motives and symbols that appear in our dreams. So he basically like helped create like all of that stuff. Anyways, so our dreams can sometimes occur mostly during REM sleep. They do occur in other stages of sleep, but they tend to be less memorable and less vivid. Um, but the reason they come more so in REM sleep is because that is when our brain is like has the most activity and is the highest. And it actually our REM sleep kind of resembles us almost being like awake mm -hmm. at that time. And then our dreams can range from like a few seconds to like 20 or 30 minutes. And every person has between three to five dreams each night, sometimes even up to seven dreams. Um, but the longer we're asleep and the more closer we get to the REM sleep, that's when um, the dreams get longer and longer. But literally, it only happens within like two hours of your REM sleep. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then another one that I wrote about was um, premonitions. So a lot of people have premonitions and it's basically like where they call it precognition or precognition dreaming. And it's basically like people seeing things in the future. A lot of people mm -hmm. kind of connect it with something being like bad or like bad stuff that happened, but it's, you can dream of good stuff, yeah. you know, that happened too. So, um, one that I found, which was actually really, really cool, um, was this little girl. Do y'all know about like that disaster that happened? It was like years ago, but it happened in the little town of Ab Aberfan. Do y'all know about that? No. No. Okay. I think so. It sounds familiar. So it was basically like, um, a, this little town, um, was like right next to like, um, I don't know if it was like a mining thing or something like that, but it had this really big pile of like black sludge or slag stuff, like excess things. Well, that thing overflowed and basically caused like, what are they called? Like an avalanche oh. type thing. Mm -hmm. So avalanche. this stuff just came like rolling down the hill and destroyed like homes. But the main thing was it destroyed like a school, like oh. of kids that were in there. So a lot oh, of people, mm -hmm, oh. like a lot of kids died. Um, no. But this child actually dreamt, I think it was the night or two nights before where the child had a dream that he or she, it doesn't say if it's a boy or girl, he or she went to school, but the school was no longer there. It was covered like something black was over the school and there was no school there. So she told he or she told the mom or the parent, like, I don't want to go to school because my school's not there. Mm -hmm. But not knowing that this child like had like a little premonition of oh something bad God. that was going to happen. Um, another one is um, which I didn't know. But when the Titanic sunk, a bunch of people before and after were reporting psychic dreams that foretold the event. Oh. So people were like, no, they didn't. I've heard about that. Yeah. And they they validated it by yeah. um, the date. Like people would give certain dates mm -hmm. and then sure enough, like it and was And it's on, it's on a couple of their documentaries too that they have on the, on yeah. the Titanic. That people uh -huh. were dreaming that it was going to mm -hmm. sink. Yeah. Is yeah. that why there was a lot of people that like I read somewhere that a lot of there was a lot of seats, op not seats, but like a lot of openings because a lot of people backed out last minute. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe it was like they don't that. know. Yeah. If maybe like some people might have like tipped some people off. Like, yeah. Hey, like I had, you know, this yeah. there's a lot of conspiracies like, oh, behind oh, the Titanic. We need too. to do one on the Titanic. Yeah. There is a lot. I, I didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. um, and then another one is the astrologer and psychic in 1962, um, Janine Dixon or Janine. Jeannie Dixon, who actually predicted the assassination of JFK, but nobody listened to her until after 
it happened. Mm. So, I mean, like a lot of this stuff and when I was reading is um, most of the stuff we see, we can't really change. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but more importantly, it's like your sixth sense is being activated. And usually it's because there's a reason why. And usually it's either because it's just giving us like fair warning, like so that way we can prepare for what's going to happen. Um, or it's giving us knowledge for us to figure out a solution to the problem. Um, so more so we just kind of can see them, but we really can't really do much about it. But every single time that we go to sleep, like our unconscious mind is set free from the physical world and it can actually enter into different like timeless dimensions. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. I love dimensions. <laughs> but another one that I thought was really cool um, was I stumbled upon shared dreams, which are usually shared between like two people. And if it's shared between two people, it's more so saying it's usually a vision of something that's to come. But it can also be like between a larger group of people. And when this happens, it usually the dreamers like try to seek out the other people that have these same dreams and try to figure out like why are we all dreaming about the same thing is it something that's going to happen is it a good thing is it a bad thing mm -hmm. so it's all kind of just like i mean there's a bunch of research and i was reading that it's actually very um like they can actually measure a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. so it's not very like far far-fetched um and a lot of things that they mention is like deja vu when you have deja vu yeah um, but usually if you dream of something like three, at least three times, it's usually like a precognition or a premonition that something's going to happen. And usually premonitions happen like either the next day or at least within like a week or two. So it, they happen very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's not like something that's going to happen like it's not like months, or, months in advance or yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. So um, some examples like of something that's going to happen like way long ago or like further out um is what's his name Nostradam Nostradamus is that his name Nostradam Nostradamus where mm -hmm. he um saw things that would happen centuries oh. after him yeah. yeah so there are some like that and then I did stumble upon a video I don't know what kind of video it was but it was like something about the sixth sense where this guy um nine months before like this horrible hurricane or something happened in Japan like he dreamt that there was like earthquakes, there was um, explosions and like all this kind of stuff. So he was trying to like figure it out and he kept getting pulled to like, he was, he kept saying like this side of like the ocean and he pinpointed it to Japan. And I don't know if he actually um, like told anybody about it. I think he did, but I mean like he couldn't stop it, but I think he did like some people did listen to him. So they mm -hmm. did kind of help like prepare before it happened so a lot of they say a lot of the premonitions we can't do anything about it but we can either know about it in advance to help come up with a solution or just prepare ourselves like yeah. for the worst mm -hmm. but not all of it's bad you can dream of like good stuff yeah too but i believe that yeah mm -hmm. mine's more history stuff <laughs> that i found your favorite yes history. that was very informing though i like that yeah it was i liked it me too. So I was thinking of the tsunami. Yeah. The tsunami. When you were talking about the little girl. Oh. I, I I don't know why I was thinking of tsunami. No, that one was like, I think they were by like a mining thing. And it was just like, I saw, <laughs> if you ever watch on Netflix, um, The Crown. Do you watch The Crown? Mm -hmm. I, I watched like the first two episodes. I think that's, that's what the town 
like because they featured it in the in the show. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh. and that's where like I saw about it. So when I read this, I was like, "Hey, I was like, I you know connected about that. the two. Yeah, <laughs> I connected them." But that's where I first saw it at. Um, but it talked about that little kid was like, "No, like I don't want to go to school because you know my school wasn't there in my dream." But of course, like when you say like in my dream, people are not gonna like believe you. Oh, it's just you. a dream. Yeah. It's not real. Exactly. Yeah. But that's why they were saying if you dream about the same dream like at least three times. I don't know if it's three times in a row, but just three times in general, then that usually means like it's something that's yeah. going to happen. Which I guess touches on reoccurring yeah. dreams. But yeah, it's really interesting. And I thought it was interesting, too, that it's like it's not a far fetched thing in science. Or like a lot of psychologists like study on like dreaming and the mind have, and all that. They have like dream hypnosis and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. Hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people um talk about premonitions and deja vu. Like a lot of uh when you're talking about precognition dreaming mentions deja vu. So the two are very closely yeah. like linked together with that. And I thought that was interesting. 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 I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm next. So I'm doing mine on night terrors. So usually night terrors, it's like, you know, when people wake up screaming and sometimes they even start to sleepwalk. So sleep terrors usually occur in the first third to the first half of the night. So when you're not heavily asleep, kind of like you said, like that REM, what, do you, what did you call REM it? REM sleep? Yes. That's kind of when it happens. So during an episode, there might be like screaming, shouting, sitting up in bed and feeling scared. Sometimes like they even open their eyes and they're just like staring all creepy. They sweat. They breathe heavily. Dilated pupils. They start kicking, thrashing. And then this is a weird thing. Like they don't remember anything at all. So it's not like a nightmare where you remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you have a night terror, you don't even remember what happened that night so you could be crying throwing a fit and you won't remember the next morning some people even attack their significant others <gasps> what yeah in their sleep so some causes are like ptsd like if you've been to some like through something really traumatic mm-hmm. stress fever lack of sleep which really scares me because i'm stressed all the time but i i have never i don't want to say never say never you know what i mean but <laughs> i don't want to um experience a uh, night terror i mean that's really scary this one girl i read the story about this one girl no i don't think i read it i think i saw it on um youtube i, I watch a lot of shane dawson mm-hmm. and he did one on like night terrors i think and this girl she never had him until one day she was having surgery and she woke up during surgery <gasps> and she started feeling everything that they were doing to her and after that she started getting night terrors and like trying to jump out the window and hitting her husband. Like some people even have to tie themselves to the bed <gasps> because um, of the night terrors. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. I have night terrors, scary. but not that not bad. Not that bad. Oh yeah. Like Tim says that I scream at night. Like when I yeah, have really and bad then dreams. You don't remember anything, I start right? screaming, but I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm dreaming about. But I just start screaming. And like he's the first time I the first time it happened, it freaked him out. He didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But now when it happens, he's just like, babe, babe, wake up. And yeah. I wake up and then like he'll hug me and, I'll and fall it back takes to sleep. it takes a while for you to like snap out of it. Cause mm-hmm. you can't just shake someone and be like, Hey, you're dreaming, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. You have to like oh slowly. Yeah. So they don't really say like how this this isn't really like I, they've done tests on it and all that, but it's just like 
they don't know why it happens. They could tell you why nightmares happen. It's like in the brain and stuff, but night terrors are just, they just happen. So nightmares and night terrors are completely different. Yeah. Cause a nightmare, you'll remember it the next day. Okay. And a night terror, you don't. You wake up like nothing. Like what? Yeah. I'm I fine. think night terrors yeah. is more like you do like physical stuff. Like you, you thrash your body around, you're screaming or like, like she said, like you're um, sleepwalking. Yeah. Some people yeah. have to lock their doors because they'll just go out of the house and stuff. Like, oh, man. it's scary. I think I did read something when I was going through mine about mm-hmm. that. Like, sometimes it can be dangerous to, like, the yeah. person you're sleeping you're with. You're sleeping with. Because uh-huh. they can actually, like, start fighting, like, you in your dream and, if, and they can. Uh-huh. And if you look up, like, night terrors on YouTube, there's a lot of people that record themselves. It's and you scary. can just, it's so scary. You just see them shoot up. Like from the bed and they're just staring at something like or they're just staring there for like 45 minutes straight. Like who does that? Or they're staring at the wall. They're standing in the corner for like 45 minutes just standing there like <laughs> like paranormal imagine. activity. Yeah. Like that, one, like that one couple was like all over Facebook um, where what? they set up a they set up a camera recorder um, and she was recording her husband having night terrors. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks scary because he would just like sit there and he's just staring at the ceiling or he would get up and like stand in the corner. Mm-hmm. Or he would stand up over her and just stare at her. But he, <gasps> then like he would wake Whoa. up but not remember that he was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, my God. That's a night terror. Like it's creepy. Um, That's pretty much what I found on night terrors. But I did find two stories like I don't know. I think one of them said it was a real story, but I found one on I think it was what is that that we always look up? Wattpad. Wattpad. And then the other one was uh like on a creepypasta on Reddit, I think. Yeah, Reddit. So this one, it's about a guy. He said it was about 12 in the morning, 12 a.m. And then he's like, oh, shoot, it's late. I have to go to school tomorrow. So he was watching TV. So he shut it off. He started to like fall asleep for like 20 minutes. And then he began to hear blue noises. That's what he calls it. So it's like mm-hmm. random noises, deep sounds, just like undescribable noises. Then he said he fell asleep probably shortly after that because he dreamed that he was in his school and it was dark and there was voices, only there was no one there at the school. So he was asleep dreaming that he was at his school, but there was no one there. So then he says he felt that he woke up and one of his eyes was open and he couldn't close it. And he said there was a man standing at the door, at his door. And he was standing at the doorway and then... um. The light of the hallway was on behind him, behind the man. That's why he could see it. And then he said he wanted his, to close his eyes so bad, but he couldn't close it. And so then he knew he was dreaming because he went in his dream. He went back to the school. So it was like he was shifting from his bed to the school. Uh-huh. And then this time he was at a school and there was two buttons in front of him, a blue one and a green one. And he just pressed the blue one just to press it out of pure impulse. And then he heard a loud scream. And then again, he came back to his room. Only the man was three steps closer to him. And so then this time he said he went back, I guess, to the school. And then he started crying, um, which was really weird. And then he said he went back to his bed like he was just shifting. And then that this time the man was right next to him. Like his ear. Yeah. And that the man spoke to him in like a deep voice. And the man told him like, enjoy your life while it lasts. You don't have much time. (gasps) And then he woke up. Oh, my God. Is it imagine? Oh, no. Okay, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> breathe, <laughs> Ashley, breathe. breathe. <laughs> imagine you're dreaming and somebody tells you, enjoy it because oh you're going to die soon, you know? 
Hey, you're gonna die. Imagine. <laughs> you're gonna die. You're gonna die, bitch. So shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was his dream. But the, can you imagine how scary that is to dream something like that? And then you don't even know if it's real. It's just your mind messing with you. Oh. So he's gonna probably live the rest of his life thinking that it's his last day. I would. I'd be like, uh Well, that's basically us all the time, right? Well, yeah, true. We never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So that was one story. The other story, this one's the one from a Wattpad. So it was about this little girl. She had dreams. So she got adopted. And then her real parents died in a fire. So she started dreaming about the fire that killed her parents. And her adoptive mom would um, sit next to her, like, when she would have the night terrors. And so as she grew older... The nighters weren't as frequent as they used to be. Um, by the time she was 17, she didn't even remember the last time she had a night terror. So I guess they were just when she was younger. Mm-hmm. So then she grew up. She went to school, met met her boyfriend that turned into her husband. After that, they moved back into the town where she lived when she was young um, with her adoptive mom. Oh, no. Yeah. Where her parents used to live. So I'm sorry. Yeah. So she went back and then she had a daughter. And so basically the daughter started having night terrors about a woman who kind of looked like her mom Mm -hmm. that died in a fire. So the little girl was having dreams of her grandparents burning (gasps) in the house. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so the dad used to travel for work like the the little girl's dad. So what ended up happening is one time they went to church. So the mom and her daughter, they went to church and the priest basically said, Hey, you might want to take like a vacation or, you know, cause the little girl was having those dreams so frequently well, either way. Anyway, in that, and that week they went on a vacation, the house burned and nobody knew why their so house, their house burned down like in real life. <gasps> so, the little girl was having dreams of the house burning and then the house burned down and it burned down the same way that it burned down the first time. The first time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she had a premonition yeah. of it happening. Holy. Mm-hmm. And then the priest told her, hey, y'all need to go on vacation. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah. because I guess the mom was so worried, like, oh, my daughter doesn't sleep. You know, like she's having dreams about my parents burning or whatever. And the priest was like, I need a vacation. And when he said that, like, they just grabbed their stuff and left. And that same week, the house burned down. But it burned down. It said it burned down the same way it did the first time. So when the grandparents lived there. <gasps> So now that the what, parents live there, it burned down like the same way. What if it was like the anniversary or something of it or the same month? Oh, that would be creepier. Didn't say that, but that would be that would be I mean, creepier. The theory be- that I have in my mind is kind of scary, but I thought of Final Destination. Like death is trying to catch up with her. Ay, Dios. Well, cause, <gasps> cause she because didn't. she missed it the first yeah, time when first she was young. young. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. I know it's kind of dark, but that's what, that's what I thought of. Oh, itchy. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be no, I didn't think about that. That's final destination. Mm-hmm. Holy snakes. So those are the two dreams that I found. But um, yep, that's it. That's what I found on Night Terrors. Which is, I hope I never get one, but <laughs> I know I'm still alive, so I might get one now that I'm talking about it. Oh, my jeebus. I was actually scared when I was researching. Oh, my voice is going in and out. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, damn, what if I get one? A night terror. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, didn't. maybe you do, but you don't even realize it. 
Maybe. Oh, because I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Salem's probably all. Is this bitch yelling? <laughs> I, I thought about, because, um, like, there's this sleep app, and I thought about, like, doing this sleep app where, like, it monitors my sleep, and it tells me, like, when my heart rate goes up and low, and, like, they say when your heart rate goes up just because you're having a nightmare or a night terror. Mm-hmm. And then there's also one where, like, you record while you're sleeping, and I looked into that, but you can catch some scary stuff on there. Like, mm-hmm. like, you, like you talking to somebody and, like, somebody talking back, or it could just be you, like, Doing different voices. <gasps> Imagine you're sleeping. I know. Rocky, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, God. I it just freaks me out because I'm like, I don't want to hear like yeah. what goes on at night. You know, what but I mean? that's still creepy. Like in another way, like who the fuck is recording me while I sleep? Like you don't know who's on the other side of the phone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like true. listening to all my shit. <gasps> Like those creepers ah. who can like hack into like things, cameras. Oh my cameras god! Don't even get me started with that. Girl, they would just see me, my double chin staring back at my phone. We, um, Ursula, <laughs> I remember when we first got the baby monitor. We used it a lot, but I would always unplug it at night, and Tim would get mad. He's like, "Plug it!" And I'm like, "No, I don't want it plugged." Well, I, like there's creeps that'll like hack in hack and watch the baby, baby monitors. Yeah. yeah, like why? Why? Like there yes. is this one story where somebody I read that somebody hacked into a baby monitor and they were watching the mom breast feed uh, or like they're watching them on pump that pisses me off that's sick. and in the like, most recent one that i saw online um was that the parents got the ring but for some reason they put it in the daughter's room i guess to keep an eye on her like oh, like the doorbell yeah but they got like the ring but like not the doorbell the, ring, oh, the, like, the, the camera oh. and they put one in their daughter's room and then one of the daughters ran out of the room and the other one was talking to some man that was on the other end he hacked into it um and he was telling a daughter to like dance for him or something like that. Ew. So they packed it up to send it back to the company. But it turns out that they didn't encrypt the footage. Like they didn't put like all the passwords and stuff to like keep it safe. Oh, so they left it open and like somebody hacked into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta be real careful. But even with, even with that, like there's professional hackers out there. It's scary. They can do it. Yeah. yeah. They will it's find super a scary. way. Yeah. I'm always tempted to do that too, like record myself asleep. That way I can see, like, because apparently, like, I talk in my sleep a lot. Oh yeah, I do too. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> well, what do I say? <laughs> what do I say? But he can't really like tell me, tell me. So I'm just like, um, I want to do it, but then there I'm scared. was one time I remember. I guess I said a name. And Tim was mad at me the next day. And he was like, what are you doing dreaming about them? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he told me and I was like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I, I was like, I don't even remember my dream last night. I don't know what you're talking about. Apparently I was asleep and I told Nick, bet. Bet? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Oh I was all bet. And he's all, bet what, babe? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> bet money? Oh like what? God. Apparently. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Bet. Bet. <laughs> I don't think Tim's ever, like, talked or anything during his sleep. I can't remember. if he Brianna did used to wake up screaming. Really? She had know. night terrors? She probably had night terrors. She would wake up, just shoot out of the bed and scream and scream and scream and, like, scream at the wall. And then I would be like, Brianna, wake up. Wake up. You're, it's just me. Wake up. And then she would wake up and be like, good night. And she go back to bed. I'm like, oh, you creepy little weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what it was. But she had night terrors. Yeah. Oy. But it's when they're little. Yeah. It happens. It said it happens more when they're little. So. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so 
For mine, I kind of, like I told you, I like redid my format for my topic. I went more into like spiritual dreaming. So more of like, like Ashley said, every dream has a meaning and like how you can document your dreams, how you can open up yourself to even like do lucid dreaming mm-hmm. um, and like how vivid dreams work and all that. So dreaming is a very, very powerful way to directly connect with spiritual guidance while dreaming, your mind is still is still in quiet. So your mind is still in quiet. So you can directly connect with your subconscious. So that's why you sleep. Mm. And also so you can connect with the divine. So if you don't know what the divine is, it means you can connect with your spirit guide, with God, like with your guardian angels. You can oh, just connect mm-hmm. with the spiritual world. Even when you wake up not remembering your dream or you think you didn't have a dream, you did. You dreamt. There's something that you dreamt about. Yeah. Um, there's just some people that have blocks in their mind where they're not, they don't have what's called like the third eye or they don't have the sixth sense to where they can open themselves up. But there are ways that you can do that if you want to. This is a direct quote from Melanie from askangels.com. It's a blog. Mm-hmm. She says, dream time can be playful, profound, spiritual, prophetic, uplifting exciting weird disturbing or even scary but all dreams have a purpose and hold significant insight and healing to support our lives here in the physical so if you want to have spiritual growth and advance learning the different symbolic language and your dreams will help you get there a dream offers an opportunity for you to check in with the divine guidance to know the content of your subconscious and see where you are and where you have been and where you're going in life and that's a quote from melanie as well dreams are most commonly about you and whatever is going on in your personal life so whenever you have dreams like for example ashley we were talking about you having that dream about your family like being demons and stuff around yeah. the table yeah so like yeah, that was creepy that's kind of like you have to look for like the hidden stuff that's in your dreams so every dream that you have has a hidden message so you kind of have to think what's going on what's going on in my life how am i feeling what changes have been made um because it could be your subconscious telling you something it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean exactly what it is dream you're having. Yeah. yeah so only about 10 percent of the time You may dream about another person. In most cases, different people in your dreams have a specific meaning in your life currently. Hmm. So there are different kinds of dreams. And we kind of already touched them from the both of you, but I'll kind of go over it again. So reoccurring dreams are the ones that happen repeatedly in a short amount of time or long term. Many people have the same or similar dream many times over either a short period of time or a lifetime. Uh, reoccurring dreams usually mean there is something in your life that you have not acknowledged. And so it's kind of like your subconscious is trying to get you to remember what's going on or like you're kind of warning yourself, like um, you're worried about your test the next day or you're worried about trying to pass your driver's test or you're worried about getting married and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. The dream repeats because you have not corrected the problem. So that's what they say, like, reoccurring dreams mean. Lucid dreams is when you're awake in your dream and you can take control. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of people can do this. This Mm -hmm. is kind of like the third eye thing. Like, we have that sixth sense where you're in your dream and, like, something happens. And this happens to me often where I have lucid dreams. Mm -hmm. And, like, something odd will happen. I'm like, wait, that can happen in real life. And I'm like, oh, wait. 
I'm dreaming. And then I could kind of like change the direction of where my dream's going. So there's not a lot of people that can do this. This is very rare. Mm -hmm. But I also found like a couple of videos on YouTube and I didn't know, but there's like meditation and stuff that you can do to actually become a lucid dreamer. Really? Yeah. And they say like when, if you are a lucid dreamer, like it can be a magical thing. Like you can like really change your dreams and like have like the best dreams in the world. There's even a way for you to connect with loved ones. Like when they pass away, so you can talk to them. that but also too opening yourself up like that can lead to the scary stuff the bad coming in right but that's where protecting yourself and all that comes to play so like when you meditate trying to open up your mind you have to also remember to protect yourself as well because you can't just open up your mind and leave your mind that way because when you're when you become a lucid dreamer like you said you can project yourself into other dimensions Mm -hmm. and they say that Lucid dreaming can also get confused with astral projecting. They're two different things. They're not the same thing. So when you astral project, that's like you're making your soul come out of your body and you're traveling somewhere else. But your lucid dreams, you're dreaming. It's in your mind. You're just aware of your surroundings and you're awake in your dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vivid dreams are pretty much when you have a dream that's like so real and you're like, this, this was real. Like this is happening. You wake Mm -hmm. up and like, you remember everything. And also vivid dreams can also unlock creativity. So they say when you have a lucid dream, like jot it down. Mm -hmm. Cause that could unlock, you know, that's how Stephanie Meyer wrote uh, Twilight. She had a very lucid dream about a sparkling vampire and she wrote Twilight. No uh, way. Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer had a dream about a sparkly vampire and like that he was in love with the human and that he knew that he couldn't be in love with her because he was afraid that he was going to kill her and then she woke up jot it down and then created a whole series out of it oh my god that's so that's cool. why i always say whenever i'm doing my novel i'm like yeah i totally did a stephanie meyer and i had a dream and oh, yeah you didn't know i that? wondered why you said yeah. that I, like, I don't know okay she's the green no yeah so twilight was a dream oh wow she jotted down whatever her dream was and she was like you know what I could really do something with this she did the first two chapters she sent it I think to her cousin or her friend I'm not sure who it was somebody who was really close to her and they're like Stephanie I think you really have something here and then she finished the whole story and got it published damn yeah get it so um another set of dreams would be um where you dream of your past life or a parallel self so like our past life are the, the episode that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when you find yourself in an earlier time or in another place as a different person or who may look nothing at all like what you see when you look in the mirror may contain historical details or consciously known by you. So this is also how you can connect with your past life as well. Dang. And then the precognitive dreams, we got yeah. kind of already touched on that. That's when you can experience the future. Um, another one, this one's called psychopomic dreams. So this is where you can meet loved ones who died. Mm-hmm. Where you can connect with their loved ones. Psychic dreams is a general category for dreams in which you may have varieties of ESP, such as clairvoyance, healing, precognition, remote viewing, telepathy, all that stuff just manifests in, in itself. Spiritual dreams in which you experience or gain special insight into the spiritual world or religious aspect of life in general. And then, of course, vision dreams where you experience something of an outside force showing you what's going to happen or what has happened. And then later on, you see it. So that's kind of like deja vu. Yeah. So there's a lot of people when they wake up, they don't remember that they're dreaming or they know that they had a dream and you can't remember what you dreamt about. 
So they say that it's very important if you want to remember your dreams to keep a dream journal like next to your nightstand. So like even if you wake up in the middle of the night and you know that you had a dream, just kind of like jot it down. So you can remember what you dreamt about. Yeah. I have like a bunch of dream journals. Like I write down all of my dreams just because I have very lucid dreams. I have vivid dreams. And then I have dreams too, where I sometimes talk to my dead loved ones mm-hmm. where they come to me and warn me about stuff. Um, so I have like a bunch of journals about all, all those experiences. And then um, also too, I have some dreams that kind of help me become creative with writing my novel yeah. and then I also have one more story that I'm working on that came from a dream too and that happened like in the span of a month I was dreaming about wow. that story in the span of a month but Dang. if you want to remember your dreams and if you want to open yourself up there are different ways you can do this one of these ways is crystals so if you get blue kyanite um, there's also one called Herkimer diamond amethyst or the double terminated quartz crystal um if you keep these with you you can recall your dreams when you wake up in the morning it'll help you kind of like get that energy from the crystal and then they say you could either keep it at your bedside like on a nightstand or you can put it underneath your pillow it's up to you they also sell them like in necklaces if you don't want to sleep with a necklace they have like the bracelets you could put them on a bracelet too Another one that's another one um, you can sleep next to an herb. This one's called mugwort. It kind of reminded me of Harry Potter. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, oh, Harry Potter. I thought thought Hogwarts. (laughs) Yeah. So there's one called mugwort and I can't say this one. It's called Damina um, for like an extra boost, too. So you can do the crystal and like the herb to kind of like boost your memory when you have dreams. Yeah. Wow. Um, so this is also a quote from Melanie. She says, if you're having nightmares, ask your angels to surround you with love and light. And when you sleep at night, ask them to only allow positive vibrations and symbols to appear in your dream state. Ask the divine and the angels to release any fear-based energies or issue in- and issue into light to surround and protect you completely with the divine love. Some nightmares, however, can also relate to previous events in your life. So like if something traumatizing happened to you, if something traumatizing happened to like a loved one and like just fear for in general, like nightmares can also mean something. So you can have like the worst dream in the world, but it has a meaning. It's not just because. Yeah. A single dream can bring you incredible and clearing mind it could break through the you can break through every block that there is uh, in your mind when you have a dream so like they say pick up a dream journal write down your dreams and also you could get a dream the the dream dictionaries which I brought with me (laughs) so dreams can unlock and give you a clear viewing of life it can accomplish and it can also give you what your soul's mission is and what your purpose is in life so dreams aren't just dreams every dream has a meaning so that's kind of like where I was going with my stuff yeah so it's more like the spiritual side how you can like look at it from like a spiritual standpoint and it's like not something like a lot of people I was reading in some of the comments, like a lot of people don't believe in that. They're like, yeah. oh, you can unlock yeah. scary stuff. You can. There's that chance. But you just have to remember to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like with anything, too. The same way as if you open yourself up to like spiritual things, it, things can come yeah. that are oh, bad. But yeah. Well, just yeah. like doing like this. I, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but it's true. Like just like doing this podcast, like talking about the stuff that we talk about and like doing the research on the stuff that we research about. Like you can open yourself up to that stuff. Yeah. But as long as you protect yourself, you're fine. We yeah. talked about this that other episode where we yeah. were seeing, hearing stuff. Yeah. 
So I wanted to talk about some personal encounters with dreams because I have a lot. And it's not just me. It's my family, too. Mm -hmm. So I'll start off with the one that my godmother had. So I think it was like a month or two before my mom found out she was pregnant with me. My aunt came to her and was like, oh, my God, Michelle, you're going to have a baby girl. She was wearing this uh, pink dress. She had like a rose next to her. She had a head full of hair. Like, oh, my God, she's going to be so beautiful. My mom's like, I am not going to get pregnant, especially (laughs) by our new fool. Mm -hmm. Well, like Mm -hmm. a month or two later, she found out she was pregnant with me. She's Mm -hmm. like, hello. Hi, Michelle. (laughs) And um, the picture that my aunt saw in her dream, like, my mom has a picture of me like that in a pink dress with the rose and like my head's like full of hair. Yeah, it's like one of like the, oh one, my of, God. one of my what? early pictures when I was a baby. Like it was like one of my first photo shoots when I was a baby. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Um, another one. OK, so now I was in middle school. I had a boyfriend. I wasn't supposed to have a boyfriend. And this mm-hmm. relationship went very sour. I don't want to get into too much detail about it, but pretty much I put my parents through hell, especially my mom. And my mom fought for me a lot. And I would basically say I was going to the movies with my friend and really I was just meeting up with him. So there is one time I remember I said I was going to go to one of my friend's debuts and my mom's like, you better not, you know, call him. You better not try to meet up with him. I was like, mom, I won't. I promise. I promise. So I went to my friend's debut and of course he was there. So we were hanging out, whatever, doing what boyfriends and girlfriends do, hold hands, speak out, all that (laughs) stuff. Well, my mom ended up laying down to take a nap. And because my sister, I think at the time, was like one or two years old, Mm -hmm. um, she laid down to take a nap and she had a dream. She was in like this, she was outside on the sidewalk and there was all these people around. And at the end, like in the middle of everybody, she saw my great grandpa. My great grandpa passed away a a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And she saw my great grandpa there and he was standing there and he was shaking his head. And then right before she woke up, she heard my aunt Sabrina tell her, she's lying. (gasps) And I was lying. She ended up finding out that I was lying. But like a lot of the bad stuff that I was doing, she would have dreams Dreams about about it. it. And it would be my great grandpa or my aunt Sabrina telling her like, she's lying. They're all telling on you. Yeah. They're like, look at what she's doing. I'm glad they did because my life totally could have gone a different way than what Mm, it is now. Yeah. So there's that one. And then I had... I don't want to go into too much detail, but I kind of told you all this last week in detail about these dreams. Oh, yeah. But I had two dreams specifically of two family members that had thoughts of suicide. And then I had um, my great grandpa and well, no, I had my great grandpa come to me and one of them and told me I needed to talk to them. And I needed to tell them like it wasn't their time that they needed to keep living it's not their time yet. And then that next day I made, I made my way over to their house and I told them and I was able to open them up. And there was a specific message that my great grandpa wanted me to give this family member. And when I gave, when I gave them that specific message, they knew I wasn't lying because mm-hmm. it was something that was told to them when he was way alive. before you way were before. even born. Yeah. Way before. Yeah. There's um, the other one was, I was watching um, my family member pick up a gun and put it to their head. And it was like I started off like on the other side of the street and then the dream kept starting over and over and over. And every time the dream started over and over, I would get closer and closer to the house until eventually I was in front of them in the kitchen. Well, that next morning, it bothered me so much. I called them and I asked, are you okay? Like, you know, I love you. 
I don't know what I would do without you. And like, just bro- broke down crying. And like, because I was on, I was spot on, on point, on, like yeah. on point was happening. So I guess that's kind of like, I don't know, like a spiritual warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would kind of put yeah. that in like a spiritual warning. Mm-hmm. There's another one. And I think this would kind of be like premonition. I had a dream that I was in like a room well, I actually don't know where I was. I just remember it being pitch black dark. I don't know where I was. I just know I was in a building. I heard gunshots, gunshots, gunshots. I heard screaming. I heard kids crying. Gunshots, gunshots, gunshots. And then I woke up. And I thought that it was a... I thought I was having sleep paralysis. Because mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. I felt my body get stiff. But like I couldn't see anything, but I could hear it in my head. Yeah. Well, and the next day I went to work and I just felt off. It was like an off day. Well, one of my coworkers came in. Do you remember that shooting that happened in Colorado in the elementary school? Yeah. Right before Christmas. That was. That shooting happened. The next day? The next day. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And I remember that day I called my mom crying and she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, mom, did you hear about the shooting? She's like, I know it's horrible. I was like, mom, I think I had a premonition about it last night she's like what do you mean and I told her and I was like it was horrible like I heard everybody screaming and crying I was like I don't know I don't know if it was I was like but it just felt so ugly like knowing that this happened and I still don't know I mean maybe it was something a totally different like experience that I was having I'm not trying to debunk it but I think it was kind of weird that I had that experience and then the next day the shooting happened Mm -hmm. you know well that's how a lot of them are like a lot of dreams and stuff that I was dreaming about premonition are like that yeah and then how they say premonitions like happen either the next day or within like a couple of days after you have that dream yeah I was I was very sad about it for a long time like it messed with me a lot I was just it was horrible because I because you can't do anything yeah and that's what my mom told me she's like you have to just shake it off just pray just let it go don't let it weigh on you like there's nothing you could do about it like I'm sorry that that happened but you just you have to go on Mm -hmm. I did have a dream about Sabrina was it penises? No. <laughs> no, I had a dream that I was um, in a room and I was walking up to a gold crib. And then I picked up a baby girl. Mm-hmm. And I remember she looked kind of bald. Aww. And I was like, oh, this is a bald baby. And I was like holding her. But I knew she was my daughter. Yeah. And this was almost two years before me and Tim got married. Yeah, I had that dream. And it Baby was Sabrina. Yeah. It was my Sabrina because she was bald. Sabrina. Well, not bald, but you know, she had like a receding hairline. Hair. She didn't have a lot of hair like I did. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a gold crib. Her crib is gold. No, oh, yeah. Yes. It is. Oh, yeah. I miss Sabrina. I and then um, some reoccurring dreams that I have often. I have these reoccurring dreams all the time where I dream about falling into the ocean and like sharks are going to eat me oh or like God. I'm walking on like the pier and like I'm walking and then the pier starts falling and I'm running and I'm running and I fall into the water yeah. and like, there's a big ass great white shark there. So I actually looked it up and it means that there's somebody um, toxic or like there's a predator in your life that's trying to bring you down with them. Mm. And during that time, I did have a toxic person in my life. And I, I had to get myself out of the situation. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's just like it's, dreams yeah. have meaning. Yeah, they do. they're not just dreams. Yeah. I'll do one more. Yeah. And then like the other, of course, the other vivid dreams I have is the one about the novel that I'm writing. And then the second one um, I actually had in a series of a month um, where... I won't go into detail because I'm actually going to make it into a book. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, I had a dream about this witch who ran away from her coven because somebody, when her mother died, somebody evil took over. And so she went into like this um, native town 
Um, she changed her identity and everything. Um, and then she ends up falling in love with this guy. And this guy turns out to be a witch hunter. He Oy. finds out that she's a witch and he leaves her. And I remember when I was watching all this happen, I was like backing up because she was on the floor crying. Mm-hmm. And when it backed up, I stepped like on the twig and it broke. And she looked right at me and she's like, you need to finish the story. And she came up to me. She's like, you need to finish the story. And she, she grabbed me by my arms and she's shaking me. She's like, you have to finish the story. You have to finish the story. And I woke up and I still felt her like grabbing my arms. Ooh. Oh no. And then the cool. next dream that I had, it was so weird. The next dream I had, like I had a dream that my cousin was possessed. It was super weird. And I looked up at the stairs and she was standing there and she was like, you haven't finished the story. And I was like, I'll finish it. I promise. She's like, you have to finish the story. And then the next one, this was when I was reading the Maze Runner and I was like all into, <laughs> you know about this. Yeah. I was like all into the Maze Runner and then like the new movie came out, The Scorch Trials. And I was like watching it. I think I fell asleep watching it. So I had a dream. I was running with the guys in the maze <laughs> and then I ended up, I needed to use the restroom. So I ended up in like this restroom. And the guy that took over the coven was in there and he was like, the, the witch's name is Vivian. And he's like, where's Vivian? And I was like, I don't know who you're talking about, but I knew consciously who, yeah. who he was talking about. And then like he grabbed me by my arms and like he was trying to hypnotize me with his eyes and he had snake eyes. Wow. And he was like, you need to tell me where Vivian is. And then I don't know what happened, but like I was able to break free and minnow. You know, Minnow from yeah. Scorch, uh, from uh, the Mazer, and he came in. He's like, "What are you doing? We gotta go!" And then, like, I took off running. <laughs> oh my <laughs> he's god! Like, Still playing around. <laughs> so after that dream, I was like, "Okay, like, I really need to write this down." So like, I finished writing down the story, and now I'm turning it into like a book. Nice, like a, a story. Yeah, that's which nice. <laughs> I don't have dreams like that. I have a lot of dreams of deja vu. Like, yeah. A lot. Oh yeah, it's deja vu is like all the time. Yes. But you know what they say about deja vu, right? They say when you have deja vu, it means your life is on track. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Well, then I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's seriously like a lot. Like I have a lot of those moments where I'm just like, you know how like when you feel like it ha- it's yeah, happened before, you're, like, you're just like, happened. wait, I know it's going to happen next. Like I had that so many, like it used to happen a lot like mm-hmm. years ago. It doesn't happen so much now, but every now and then like I'll get one and I'm like. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Like yeah. This, this has happened to me before. Well, I noticed when I was younger. I remember when I was younger, I had them often. Yeah. Same. And then now that I'm older, I have them, I have them every now and then. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, means that my life is on track. Yeah. Like every now and then I'll have them and I'm like, I totally dreamt about. But it's to the point where I can like legit say, like, let's say I dreamt that like, you know, this was happening right now. And then I can be like, your cup's about to fall over. And then bloop, your cup will fall over or something. Like, that's how like, okay, that's, that's how deja okay. vu it is. Because I'm just like, <laughs> I know, like, I know like, you it. know it's going to happen. Or like, yeah. you see like the deja vu happening and you're trying to remember what happens next. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, like I had the very first time I ever had one was I was like sitting at a bar. You, you remember my mom's, my real mom's house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting at the bar and then she's on one side and my grandpa like comes behind her. Mm-hmm. And when he did that, I looked at him and I was like, I know, like I've, I've had this moment like before. And then I was like, I know he's going to like go around her, get the spoon to get, cause he was like making something. He was going to get mm-hmm. the spoon and like dip in there and taste it. And he did. And I was like, Oh my God. I, like, I, knew, I knew you were going to do that. Did you get scared? I got not scared, but I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. 
I knew that. And I did think the same thing. I was like, oh, I'm not so raping. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I, I feel like deja vu is part of a psychic ability. Like, everybody yeah. has a psychic ability. And like, mm-hmm. that plays into a lot, too, like, with intuition. Like, when you have that gut feeling that something's yeah. not right, that's Ooh, part of intuition. I that's a psychic that. ability. I have that a lot. Really? That when I feel something's going to happen and it happens, it happened a lot this past year. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. And also, like, in my dreams, I, I'll see, like, one time I saw my grandpa and he was just like, hey, I miss you. And that's how I took that as let's go to the cemetery, mom. We need a visit. And so I sometimes I just tell my mom randomly, like, we need to go to the cemetery. Like when he pops mm-hmm. up in my dreams. Yeah. But usually he's wearing all white. He's sitting on a chair and he's like in the living room and he's like, hey, I miss you guys. And Aww. so well, I told mom, we need to go to the cemetery like soon because grandpa said, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'll have dreams like that. But. Never anything like creepy, creepy, traumatic. Only that one time the devil was talking to me, but <laughs> oh, then that other yeah. dream. But no, this one dream it happened to me, and I'll never forget it because I woke up and I turned on all my lights, and I, I was only like in middle school, but um, I had a dream that I was outside, I was in the swings. And then the other swings were moving by themselves. And I'm like, okay, the swings are moving. It's the wind, right? The sky starts turning orange and then it starts turning red. And then this voice is talking to me, but like in tongues. Uh And it's like really deep and like demonic. And it's telling me stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. And then I knew it was the devil. In my head, I'm like, it's the devil. He's talking to me. I saw, I ran inside, shut all the windows. And I told my mom, mom, cover my ears, cover my ears. And my mom was covering my ears, but I could still hear him in my voice. And I'm like, no, no, I could hear him. And she's like, hear what? So we turned on all the TVs and his voice would come out of the TVs. And I'm like, he's talking to me, mom. And then I was like, I need headphones. So I put on my headphones and I try to put music. But when I would play something, his voice would come in my head. And I'm like, mom, like, I can't get away from the devil. He's going to take me. And like... That's when I woke up and I was like, fuck, I turned on all the lights. I'm like, oh. did you pray? No, I just turned on all the lights. God I was like, peace, good night. <laughs> Maybe that was like something like, you know, like bad was coming into your life or yeah. something. Yeah, I was little, but I, I, to this day, I remember because that feeling, yeah. that feeling I had, like that he was there. I felt it. It was weird. I was like, he's coming, mom. He's coming. And so when I woke up, I was just like shaking, but I was so tired. I'm always asleep, you guys. I don't know if you know this, but yeah, I'm always (laughs) asleep. So I was so tired. I just turned on all the lights and figured the lights are on. I'm fine. Yeah. And that's it. And I do believe too, like, like, I don't want to get actually scared as I'm hesitating to say it, but like, I do believe like some like dark entities can come to you through dreams only because I was telling Ashley earlier something was taken from me when I was asleep in my dream and like I had this specific entity take it from me Mm -hmm. and when I woke up I didn't have it on anymore and it was um, my Saint Benedict charm that my Mm -hmm. grandma gave me Mm -hmm. and this charm had been in the family since my mom was born this is a chart. This was the St. Benedict charm that my mom wore, my aunt, my aunt Sabrina, my uncles. Mm-hmm. Then it was passed down to me, my cousins. And then when I first started having like my clairvoyant like abilities or whatever started coming through and I was scared because all, all the crap that I was seeing, my grandma was like, go ahead and put it on your bra, pray at night. It's going to help protect you, blah, blah, blah. And I remember I was having this dream. I was actually babysitting my sister and then my cousin, Ashley and Courtney. And they were super young at the time. And I was in my parents' bed and I I was like, I'm going to go take a nap. The girls are playing. I was so tired. 
and I fell asleep and I was having this dream. I was at my great grandma's house and like my cousin was there and I don't know why I was like fighting this entity and like they held me up against the wall and like there is a mirror against the wall and like when they were choking me, like I saw the literally like the life coming out of me. And then I started praying and praying and praying. But like when I was praying, like something was blocking me from praying, but I was fighting it. Mm -hmm. And then I held on to my charm. And then the entity was like, you think that's going to protect you? And it ripped it off my bra. And it was like, nothing can protect you now. And like this white light came through and I saw two figures and I saw my aunt Sabrina, my great grandpa. And my aunt Sabrina was like, when I tell you now, you need to wake up. And like the white light surrounded the entity. And she's like, wake up now. And then I woke up and I was like drenched in sweat and I looked at my bra and like it wasn't on my, it wasn't on my bra. I I called my mom like freaking out and she goes, well, maybe it fell off. So I flipped the bed over. Trying to find it. Till this day, it's gone. The one that I have now is the one that my aunt got me like Mm -hmm. as a replacement. And then I have two more at home, one Mm -hmm. for Sabrina and have one for Tim, but he won't wear it. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like it was taken from me that reminded sorry like when you said that that reminded me of like the harry potter scene when he's fighting um, yeah see and that's what it reminded me of when i woke up i was like i mean maybe it was like from harry potter because i was reading the book or whatever so i thought maybe that that's what it was from like maybe that's part of where my subconscious got it from maybe yeah i mean i don't know yeah Ooh, but I think that was weird that it was taken. Bit. Yeah. And like, I remember too, when my mom got home, she was helping me look for it and I couldn't find it. That's weird. But I haven't had a dream like that in like years since then. But I was, I was really bad. I wasn't like well, into that's... like black magic or stuff. Like nothing like that. <laughs> it was just like, I was going through adolescence and I was, yeah. you know, not listening to my parents, sneaking around and uh, I, all that. I don't miss those days. I, I think back, I'm like, ew. Not talking about scary stuff anymore. Can we talk about those damn dreams where you're trying to dial like 911 and, and your you thumb can't? presses like other numbers and you're all pissed off? <laughs> or like you're trying to oh run and you're running in slow motion? Oh, I always yes. have them where I'm trying to like unlock the door because I'm oh. trying to get out of it and my fingers like they're free, like there's <laughs> butter on it or something. Like I can't freaking I unlock the door. Or like, do you ever have dreams where like you're driving and like it's almost like you're drunk, like your eyes are all yeah. like open and you're like trying to see through like blurry vision because your mind can't like focus on like or when you have a dream that you're fighting i don't know if it's just me but oh and it's like and it's like slow motion i'm like (laughs) and in my dream i'm like i want to push this bitch so hard but it's it's not not have you ever seen the wedding the wedding singer yeah you know the part when they're in the alley and the old man punches the guy and it's super soft like i hate having (laughs) you i get so mad oh my goodness dude i hate those dreams i'm like oh i just want to punch super fast and super hard but i can't like and then i wake up and then i'm like okay and here go punch something but whenever you have dreams that you need to use the restroom do not (gasps) pee in your dream don't be that has happened or poop oh my god it wasn't poop it was poop you're funny you're like that happened to me no there was one there was one time i I dreamt that i really needed to use number two and i I, like that got me to like oh you need to wake up to use the restroom (laughs) isn't it weird though how you wake up when you have to pee i i don't know like your bladder's like boom wake up bitch it's all your body like retaining the water while you're sleeping yeah Yeah. so tell me about the time you peed ashley yeah i was like in elementary school or middle school i was it was last night it was last night (laughs) (laughs) no i was like but it was weird because i was dreaming that i was in the bathroom on the toilet peeing and i woke up and i wasn't (gasps) i was in my bed and i was like oh 
Fuck. You know what I almost did last night because I was so tired? And I actually did this when I was little. Pee in the closet? Uh, no. I, <laughs> what the fuck? I, no, but my mom said that. So there was a night when I was, this is when I was little. My grandpa bought a swimming pool. So like me and my uncles and my cousins were swimming all day. And every time we needed to use the restroom or like my cousins and my uncles were boys. So they just got out no. and were peeing in the yard. So like when I needed to use the restroom, he was like, go ahead and stand on the ladder. And like he would run the water hose and like let me pee. <laughs> so I guess that night my mom said that she felt me move off the bed. And I was like on the corner like peeing. <laughs> Because I thought I was still in the swimming pool. But oh no, last no, night I was so tired and oh I went to the God. restroom and I pulled down my pants and I sat down. I was like, something doesn't feel right. I still have my underwear on, but I didn't pee. Oh I was about to. God. <laughs> I had to like pull him down. But I remember when I was little, I remember this too. I don't know how old I was, but I remember I did that when I was little. I used the restroom with my underwear still on. Oh my god! I did that one time, but I accidentally sat on top of the toilet seat, and you peed, and I peed. I did. I've done that before. I'm like, fuck, I gotta clean. Yeah, no, I done where like my uncles leave the they leave the toilet seat up, and I would sit down in the toilet. I hate that. I feel so dirty. I'm like, bleach. I need bleach. I need to bleach my ass. I don't know. Oh my god! And there's another game too where I said I wanted a sprite, and um, I think I was at a restaurant or something, and then somebody served me a sprite, and when I drank it, it tastes like like Clorox, like oh. you know, like when you smell Clorox and you can like taste it too. Yeah. That's what it. Oh, so gross! So for a while, I couldn't drink sprite. You know, I watch a lot of uh, mukbang videos, right? What? And then those mukbang, mukbang videos where they're just eating. Oh, and like I'll fall asleep and I think I'm like eating like a big ass juicy burger. I love those dreams. But I wake up <laughs> and I look in the fridge and there's nothing, or like I'm gonna die and I'm like, fuck. I'll have <laughs> some sleep for dinner. <laughs> Let me go back to sleep and eat, and eat good. Oh Should we get into story time? Story, story time. time. I said that like a man. <laughs> story time. Story time. Have you ever tried to sound like a man? Story time. I like I can't. Story time. Story time. Story time. <laughs> story time, bro. <laughs> okay, story time. Okay, so this story was submitted by B, our ghost and hoe. <laughs> I the same one that chose our topic for this yeah. episode. You mean Beyonce? Beyonce. B. She's also my mama, if y'all didn't know. And I didn't know she had this dream. Love you, Mama B. <laughs> so when she told when she submitted this, I was like, What? You never told me about this. Because okay. you get scared of everything. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. She's protecting you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she writes, I'm just gonna read it word for word. Um, This is based on a dream that's reoccurred through her childhood and also present day. So the dream always consists of a little girl around the age of five or six, six years old, playing in my parents' home by the front window and a slight breeze coming in through the window that keeps the drapes gently swaying. The little girl is me and I, as a little girl, have my back to the window and as the drapes gently swaying around me, as I stand at my little desk, stirring a pitcher of liquid, such as red Kool-Aid. I, the older version, or more so the adult version of me, is watching myself as a little girl stirring and stirring this pitcher. The older me starts to get an eerie chill and goosebumps each and every time. I call out to myself, the little girl, to stop, but she doesn't hear me. I try to walk to her, but I am frozen in place. I try to swing my arms so that I can catch her attention, but nothing works. Then she stops with a dead stare looking my direction, but not 
at me, more so through me. She stops from stirring the pitcher and moves from the desk coming towards me. And as she walks through my body, I get this pierce-like coldness through my very core that makes me shudder. This fear feeling makes a lump in my throat so I can't say anything or scream. I see the breeze still coming in through the window and the spoon within the pitcher standing upright, stirring itself as if someone was still stirring it. The feeling of a presence there grips me in fear. And as I turn to the little girl version of me in the kitchen, she's covered in blood on her hands and chest while looking beyond me to the window. I want to wake up, but can't every time. I have no choice but to let this dream complete itself every time I have it. I have had this dream several times within my lifetime, and each time as I realize that I'm having this dream, I try to force myself to awaken, but have no success. The moment I see this little girl covered in blood is when I realize that I am dreaming and I am released to awaken. I am left with the grip-like feeling of fear to which I have learned that the only way I can recover from this is with prayer. Not a prayer with my mind, but an actual prayer out loud. The looming, sad, dark, oppressive feeling around me is strong until my prayers begin. I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, leave my home. Leave my yard and fill my house with guardian angels. And Lord Jesus Christ, please surround me with your arms around to make me feel safe within you. I say this over and over and over until I imagine this image instead. The fear that had grip within my chest subsides. The fearful sweat that was on my neck begins to go away and my breath becomes normal again. I don't know what may trigger this through my lifetime, and I find it unsettling that it's a reoccurrence and so random. When this dream happens, I am left with the thought, why again? Does this have meaning? Am I being attacked spiritually? It may take me a few days to get over it, but I eventually do. So now that I have shared this, you will know how to recover should you have a dream like this. It's scary, but not scary. Scary nuts. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> so she's having like a dream of her younger self, like covered in blood. Does she? That's creepy. I wonder if like mm-hmm. she has like an early experience that maybe she doesn't remember. And it's like her subconscious trying to remind her of it. I don't know. Or in another life. Or it could be yeah, her past life. It maybe. could be her past life. Like something, yeah. something traumatizing happened in her past life. So it's like bleeding through her life now. Mom, mm-hmm. we're going to have a talk. <laughs> we need to have a talk. B, we're going to interview you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring you on and talk about this. Because she's never mentioned like any... I mean, she never really talks about like dreams and stuff that she has. Well, I kind of remember her one time mentioning that she would have a reoccurring dream. Somehow her and yeah. I fell into the conversation. I think you were taking a shower. <laughs> and like we fell into a conversation about dreams. Yeah. And we were talking about it. She didn't tell me like specifics. But she said that she would have a reoccurring dream. And, like, yeah. we just kind of start talking about I never knew about dream. I know that she sometimes has, like, these weird feelings and then things will happen. Mm-hmm. Or, like, things will happen to her, like, after something traumatic. is Like, there's, I don't know if she wants me to say this, but there was one that happened. Like, I mean, it was a happy one. Mm-hmm. But it did kind of, like, freak her out a little bit. But it, it was a happy one after that. I think but. B, like, I've always had a feeling that B had a, has, like, a sixth sense. I think her and my dad do, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. And apparently really my good, dad. They have really good intuition. They like, do. They're super aware of their surroundings, like physically and spiritually, like both of them. Yeah. 
They really like, do. Like, I remember one time your dad was telling me that um, he put on, they were showing um, the exorcism of Emily Rose on TV. And he said, he was like, oh, watch it. And then he was watching it. And then, like, right when he turned it on, like, five or ten minutes later, you, Eris, and your mom started fighting. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, let me turn it off. <laughs> yeah. And we were fighting over something stupid. Like, we were making cookies and yeah, we started fighting. Yeah, something so small and it turned into, like, this huge thing. Yeah, like, we started yelling at each other and he's like, turn this shit on. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. You, they do a lot of stuff like that, but I'm—I mean, she, I've always just heard of stuff that she's felt or my dad too. Like, yeah, he'll have like a feeling. But apparently, he told me like talk to my brother because apparently, him and my brother have like this crazy story. Drew, yeah, him and Drew, and I don't know what it is, but he was like talk. Yeah, to Drew, Drew mentioned some stuff. Yeah, that he experienced too. But I don't, I don't. No one tells me anything because you get scared, and well, it's true. like don't take it as yeah. a bad thing. It's just they don't want to scare you. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, even like dreams and stuff. I'm like, what? When did that happen? Like, what? <laughs> what in the world is? I this? mean, if she told you, would you have been scared? I wouldn't have been scared. I just would have been like, what the fuck? freaked out? Seriously, it's a little like, weird. How? Yeah, yeah. So especially because it's like a little version of her covered in blood. It's like, well, well, what does that mean? That kind of makes me feel like we're doing good with this podcast because she was comfortable enough to share it. Yeah, with, like this kind of flop platform that we created so mm-hmm. yeah we're doing something good but she did tell me that she's like because when i asked her if we could share it she, she was like yeah she's like of course that way you know if anybody else like you yeah. know wants to hear about it or has it like she said like if you have a dream like this then you can say this prayer mm-hmm. and this helped me so mm-hmm. it's like you do that prayer you can do the, the movie mm-hmm. film the movie film thing that you mentioned mm-hmm. yeah you could get dream catchers we have one me and nick mm-hmm. have a dream catcher in our room yeah dream catchers work Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I don't have a lot of like creepy, scary dreams. Just that one about the smiling man. Yeah, it was that's that one. We're researching. Yeah, because I was researching yeah. it, and then the other one with my family having the white eyes and stuff. That was weird. Oh, yeah. That was that freaked me out a little bit. I that was one like, I think f- has to have like some kind of meaning. Yeah, too. there's so much in there. Yeah. And then, like, saying that my brother was and my sister were, like, demons. Well, also, too, it was around the time that your parents were moving out of the house, too. It was around that yeah. time they were moving. Yeah, it was. They were. They were moving out of the house at that time. I don't know. It was weird. It, it was. The demon part didn't freak me out. It was the white eyes that freaked me out. You're more. blind? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did they have... I woke up thinking that. Why did they have white eyes? I was like, what does that mean? That's creepy. <laughs> and then it was like... A, I When I saw them like having the white eyes, it was more of like I got like a... Like a Stepford family type yeah. feeling. And I was like, ooh. Creepy. Yeah. It was creepy, but I burped. I don't know if you heard that. Sorry. (laughs) I burped like a man. But yeah. I get it from my mom. Thank you, (laughs) Bia. If you guys have dreams like that or other dreams, like let us know. Thank you for sharing your story, B. Yes, thank you, B, for sharing. Thank you. Thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, Mama B. (laughs) Wait, I don't know her, but gonna call her mom. Thanks, mom. (laughs) No. She she likes it when people call her Mama B for some reason. Yeah. Thanks, Mama B. Hi, Mama B. (laughs) Mama B. And then your dad's pop. Yep. Hey, pop. Like soda. Yep. No, like coach pop. Oh. Papa bitch. Papa yes. bitch. Wow. That's, I honestly, I feel like it's maybe like her past life. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because it's I, a younger version of her. Did, and I wonder, like, she didn't mention, like, if she recognized, like, the house. Was it like a house that she grew up in? She or? said it was her parents. Hmm. It was like in her parents' home. So I don't know, because there is um 
the house that we have on Rosebud, mm-hmm. it's my grandma B's house, which is her mom. So I don't know if it's that house or if it's this house, the one where, where we record in. Because mm-hmm. my grandma B and them used to live in this house. Mm. So I don't know if it's this one or if it's the other the one. Other one. Mm. Okay. I should have asked her this. And I had breakfast with her today. Mm. <laughs> I should have asked her these questions. You should have. I'll go over yeah. and talk to her. Talk yeah, to you me. can do it. Talk to me. Tell me everything. Tell me how you're feeling. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> thank you, B, for submitting your story. And thank you for choosing our topic. We had lots of fun. Yes. It lots was awesome. research. And if you have a story you want us to tell on over an episode, or if you just want to send a story in general and not share it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to send us, send it to us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can use the contact form on the website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. And we actually got our first email through the website. Yeah. Right? Someone yeah. actually used That's the contact cute. form. And I was yeah. like, yay. I, was, I got yeah. all excited. And don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes podcast app and Spotify. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, Subscribe yeah, to our channel. YouTube channel. We got a couple of videos up. We are actually working on creating more content to put on YouTube. So we're going to be yes. really busy in this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of fun ideas. Um, we possibly got more interviews coming up. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Ashley's kind of scared about one of them. But it's okay. Am. It's not a for sure thing yet, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It'll be okay. Well, I'll get your crystal. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. It, it's we'll still see. it's still a thought, but we'll see. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff coming up for you guys. If you want to become a Patreon donor, check out our Patreon, Scary mm-hmm. Not Scary Podcast. There are different tiers that you can join. You'll get free stickers. Um, once we start getting our merch up, you'll get a certain percentage off on the merch, depending what tier you choose. Mm-hmm. And donations that we get from Patreon will help us with creating more content for you guys, like going on ghost tours, making more merch expanding the studio upgrading our mics even helping drew with like getting more parts for his computer helping tim get more editing software Mm -hmm. so this is going to help the entire team even get nick more digital software for him to use to make make more more merch for us so this is going to be the proceeds are going to be for the entire team it's not just going to be for us and it's going to be for stuff that we can also create for you guys so this will really help out our content and our platform in general because we love you because we love you we want to make sure that we're around for a long time yes very long time very long time (laughs) very long time time. (laughs) follow us on facebook instagram twitter youtube now and our personal Snapchat. And our personal Snapchat. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to do better. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm trying. I, don't, I post, I think I post a lot on Snapchat, right? I try to. I, I try. So. If you want to follow us on our personal Instagrams, you can do that too. Um, I don't, I can't remember what all of our usernames are, but we tag ourselves on like the, the scary, pictures. not scary yeah. pictures and in Instagram. You can find us that way. Um, and then also Drew, Tim, and Nick are tagged on those photos as well. Um, and I believe that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to follow our lives, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. Just don't stalk us and don't stand outside our windows. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't send nudes. Don't send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> God was like, I mean. I guess. <laughs> and if you send in any scary photos or if you send in any sp- 
scary, scary stories. Just make sure you say, sorry, Ashley, and then send her pictures of pugs. And, it'll and make I'll her be happy. happy. Yes, it'll, it'll make her happy. I got so much pug stuff for Christmas. I got two pug calendars, and I was so excited. Anyone? Once for home, once for work. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I sent lady. you uh, videos of Latte yesterday. You did? Yes. She's so adorable. She's super hyper. She's super so cute. cute, though. So yes, I'm telling you, like, y'all have some cute pugs. I'm scared. Pugs are cute. They are cute. They're the, but we, the one I picked, like I said last episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have baby. a face that only I can love. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Everyone get a pug. They're adorable and cute. And Ashley loving. just wants everybody to get a pug so we can have a pug meetup. Yeah. We'll have a scary, not scary pug. <gasps> can we? Oh, my God. We all have to get pugs. Uh, no. I have oh, I have damn. a rabbit, but he's They're nice with animals. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Sa- Salem will probably be like in the corner, like, "What the fuck is all this shit? <laughs> what? Why he's is that rude. face like She's that?" She's all. E- it's all eating the. He's all eating the pug, <laughs> biting its ear. Oh, <laughs> Salem is bad at eating stuff. He started chewing the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Feed it's your bad. rabbit. I know. I stop do. starving him. I feed him a lot. I bought him a ten pound bag of food, and it's like almost gone. And I just bought <gasps> it like oh my god. two weeks. Benny's two like weeks that ago. though. He like he acts like if I don't feed him, and I'm like, you're making me look bad. <laughs> I swear, I, I know. need you. And we'd go over. He was eating my taco. Yeah, I can't forgive him for that. No, I'm just oh, kidding. I love Benny. You know me too. I'll babysit. Okay, cutie. <laughs> Tim's like, damn it, Mandy, <laughs> as he's editing. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Okay, guys. Well, I think that's it. I think we mm-hmm. covered everything. Well, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, remember to always stay scary.